Many people assume that good listeners have an intrinsic talent, and that it is something that cannot be learned. However, while it may come easier to some people, the reality is that listening skills can be developed with deliberate effort and with practice. You can improve your listening skills and continue to grow on your path to self-actualization, the path of mastery. Listening is the ability to accurately receive and interpret messages in the communication process. Listening is key to all effective communication. Without the ability to listen effectively, messages are easily misunderstood. It can be stated with practically no qualification that people in general do not know how to listen. They have ears that hear very well, but seldom have they acquired the necessary oral skills which would allow those ears to be used effectively for what is called listening. The University of Minnesota examined the listening ability of several thousand students and of hundreds of business and professional people. And in each case, the person tested, listened to short talks by faculty members, and then was examined for the grasp of the content. These extensive tests led to this general conclusion. Immediately after an average person has listened to someone talk, he or she remembers only about half of what he or she heard, no matter how carefully they thought they were listening. What happens as the time passes? Testing shows, and it has been substantiated by reports of research at Florida State University and Michigan State University that two months after listening to a talk, the average listener will remember only about 25% of what was said. In fact, after we have barely learned something, we tend to forget from one half to one third of it within eight hours. It is startling to realize that frequently we forget more in this first short interval than we do in the next six months. Behind the widespread inability to listen lies a major oversight in our system of classroom and structure. We have focused attention on reading, considering it primary medium by which we learn, and we have practically forgotten the art of listening. About six years are devoted to formal reading instruction in our schooling system. Little emphasis is placed on speaking and almost no attention has been given to the skill of listening. And strange as this may be in view of the fact that so much lecturing is done in college. Listening training, if it could be called training, is often consisted merely of a series of Admonitions extending from the first grade through college. Pay attention. Now get this. Open your ears. Listen. We assumed that listening ability depends largely on intelligence, that 
Bright people listen well and dull ones poorly. There's no denying that low intelligence has something to do with inability to listen. But we have greatly exaggerated its importance. A poor listener is not necessarily an unintelligent person. To be good listeners, we must apply certain skills that are acquired through either experience or training. If a person has not acquired these listening skills, their ability to understand and retain what is heard will be lost and will be low. This can happen to both people with high and low levels of intelligence. We have assumed that learning to read will automatically teach one to listening, while some of the skills attained through reading apply to listening. The assumption is far from completely valid. Listening is a different skill from reading, and it requires different skill sets. Researchers have shown that reading and listening skills do not improve at the same rate when only reading is thought. So, any course or any effort that will lead to listening improvement should do two things. Number one, build awareness to factors that affect listening ability. And number two, build the kind of oral experience that can produce good listening habits. Certain degree of awareness is developed by merely discussing factors that affect listening ability. In general, people feel that concentration while listening is a greater problem than concentration during any other form of personal communication. Actually, listening concentration is more difficult when we listen. Concentration must be achieved despite a factor that is peculiar to oral communication, one of which few people are aware. Basically, the problem is caused by the fact that we think much faster than we talk. The average rate of speech for most people is around 125 words per minute. And this rate is slow going for the human brain, which is made up of more than 13 billion cells and operates in such a complicated but efficient manner that it makes the great modern digital computers seem slow. People who study the brain are not in complete agreement on how it functions when we think, but most psychologists believe that the basic medium of thought is language. Certainly, words play a large part in our thinking process, and the words race through our brain at speeds much higher than 125 words per minute. This means that when we listen, we ask our brain to receive words at an extremely slow pace compared with its capabilities. There are three main blocks to listening that most people fall victim to daydreaming and failing to listen. It's very easy to lose focus when others are speaking if their tone of voice is dull or you're not interested in what they're talking about. And even when someone is speaking well, their words can trigger thoughts that set your mind wandering. To deal with this, when you find yourself drifting off, notice what's happening and come gently back to listening again. If your related thought was useful, jot it down in a notebook and remind yourself to pick it up later. Do not give yourself a hard time for losing concentration. Accept it and then come back to listening again. 
Number two, judging what the other person is saying. We filter so much of what people say through judgments. And while this is something that happens naturally, it gets in the way of good listening. Maybe your friend tells you about a mistake they made at work and you think to yourself that you would never have made the same mistake. Then as they continue to speak, you filter what they're saying with this judgment and other opinions about them. And this is something that tends to happen very subtly without you even noticing it. Judgment often takes the form of expression of necessity. You must, you have to, you should have. Or evaluations of whether something's good or bad. So learn to watch for these signs within yourself and with others. And when these thoughts come up, notice them and then suspend judgment until after you have finished listening to what the other person has said. And number three, predicting what the other person is saying. Another bad habit is trying to predict what the person you are listening to is going to say before they have said it. This is something we all do, all the time. And with people we know well, close friends and family. The problem is that this blocks listening because we color everything they say through our view of their previous words and actions. So if your friend complains a lot and comes to you with something to discuss, you assume it is a problem, think to yourself, here we go again, and you fail to listen. And as with judgments, it is important to try and stop the inner predictor who's constantly trying to forecast what other people are about to say. And if you're having trouble, try imagining that you have never spoken to this person before while you are listening to them. Then. After they have finished, you can bring your own knowledge and experience with them into play and make your judgment. So avoid common blocks to listening and also do not rehearse what you're going to say. Notice how often you are thinking about what to say next. The first is noticing, which I keep coming back to. But that's because it is the most important part of the process. Observe, notice, shift. To start with, simply notice how often you are thinking about what to say when it is your turn. If you do this often enough, you will be able to massively improve the quality of the communication you have with others. Reflect back to the person. During the conversation, use a reflecting phrase like you said X or you mentioned Y to repeat your interpretation of the other person's ideas. Not only does that help you to grasp what they're saying, it also shows that you are listening, which will improve the quality of the conversation. The biggest challenge here is to not interrupt. And this takes us on to the next point, getting comfortable with pauses. Get comfortable with pauses. Very often someone might pause while they're talking, but that doesn't always mean they're finished. A big reason we prepare answers while the other person is speaking is because we do not feel comfortable dealing with silence. We somehow think that this makes it awkward when what it really means to think and to respond properly to what they have said. 
we feel that we have to rush to keep the conversation going, yet we've all experienced great conversations when there are plenty of pauses. In fact, these are the types of conversations there where people are really listening to each other. So actively engage with what you're listening to. What others are speaking for extended periods of time. It could be hard to process everything. This is something many of us struggle with in a lot of meetings and conferences. And after all, how much of what gets said in these situations actually gets processed? So create interest and be prepared. Take good notes. Make eye contact. Show you understand and practice active listening by asking questions like, are you saying that what I heard you say is, did you mean that listen to nonverbal communication? Listen up, observe, notice, be present. Because of our ability to record sound and video, the premium on careful listening has fallen. A few centuries ago, if you didn't listen when somebody was speaking, you lost the message. Add to this that we are living in a world full of noise, and you can see how the task of listening well is becoming more and more difficult, but listening is an art. We should all take the effort to improve because we spend so much time doing it. It is the key to building high-quality relationships with others, both professionally and personally. And the good news is that we have lots of opportunities to do this every single day in every single conversation we have. So, practice.